Let's Be Legendary podcast is a member of the Nerd and Tie Podcast Network. For more podcasts ranging from true crime to nerd culture and convention news, please visit nerdandtie.com. Hey guys, just a quick note. This is around the time we started figuring out that we could make our audio much better. So you'll start to see an improvement after the first couple of arcs. But for right now, it's still a little eh. So just bear with us. Thanks. We strive to make this podcast and story a safe and inclusive place for as many listeners as possible. So if we've missed any content warnings, please feel free to let us know. Content warnings for this episode include adult language and mature themes. Beyond vast deserts and towering cities of steel and steam, forgotten groves and dark forests lay hidden in plain sight. The world holds its breath as each piece is set for the game to conclude. With each step I take, I feel the strength of all those who came before me, running with me, guiding me. With each step they take, the cracks grow wider and the fractures deepen within her heart. With each step I take, I feel myself on the other side of a mirror and reality slips further from my grasp. I hear the wilds and feel who I am meant to become. I hear the wilds and change is balanced on the tip of a blade. I hear the wilds and know it is only a matter of time. This is the Feywild West. These are the spaces beyond the door. Let's be legendary. tell Sarah. Not about bringing him back to life, but definitely interrogating him as a corpse. Got it. So you go up to Sarah's office. Shut the door, too. Okay. They can wait. Things seem to, like, there's there's still a lot of, like, motion happening in the main hallway, Mm -hmm. but her office seems to have quieted down a bit since she has given orders, and she is currently behind her desk, furiously writing constant motion of pen on paper. And whenever she's finished, it goes into a little outbox thing on her desk. She hears the door close and looks up. Ah, you are finished interrogating the corpses. I'm going to just let you speak because I cannot lie. I made that. I didn't say, I don't say that just now. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to let you talk since I can't lie. Yeah. No, uh, I no. got it. Yeah. I inform her what we learned including what James and I found and what I smelled. Fuck. Seems you have a personnel problem. Or just one. One is enough to make a problem. Exactly. Keldon. Uh, I actually would like to apologize. I knew you had a breach. 
Excuse me. Hey, we got arrested. She takes a moment, composes herself. I'm apologizing because when we found out, we hadn't been back to Airpike in a while. I see. And then when we got back, we got we found out that we were wanted, dead or alive, for five hundred thousand gold. It was a bit of a distraction. Yes, I can understand that. How did you know that we had a breach? We found another member of the Venassian crankshaft, and they informed us that it had gotten out that we were the last ones to interrogate him before he died. The only ones that would have known that were your guards. I see. In Crankshaft, would this have been before traveling to Dusktown? Yes. Before going to Blackwater? Yes. I'm aware you have some magical means of travel. Yeah, we figured that out in um, Dusktown, I think. So you had to travel... You had to travel by mostly mundane means to get to Dusktown? No, we stole that. That was magical means, but that was the Venasi's magical means. From Crankshaft? That was from... The Crossroads. The Crossroads, which we traveled by foot. So you traveled by foot. A journey of two and a half, three days from Crankshaft to the Crossroads. And you immediately portaled to Dusktown. I think we were there a couple days. Everything's kind of getting a little running together. You were there at the crossroads for a few days. The crossroads, which has a perfectly capable telegraph station. Okay, you know what? Chief Constable, if I may say so, there was a lot we did not know. We did not want to raise, raise any alarms. We were not certain. Well, I can understand and appreciate that the situation we are currently sitting in. We are going to rectify it. I intend to. We will be the ones to rectify it. We are going to, as soon as James is able to assemble what people he can to assist us. It is moot now as it was some time ago. But if you should come across any such similar information about a leak, a traitor, a double agent amongst my men, I trust you will at least do me the courtesy of notifying me of the possible breach. And on the off chance that our bird's down, how do we get in contact with you personally so it's not going to get intercepted? I mean, sending a note and telegram is all good. Easily intercepted, so. And if you have one traitor amongst you who is to say there is not another traitor that would be looking to intercept such a correspondence. She had, like, as she had been speaking to you, she 
had kind of been slowly getting to her feet and kind of planting her hands on her desk. Now she just sits back down slowly. Under normal circumstances, I would say that I would not allow such a breach, but here we are. <sighs> Look, wait till we get back. It shouldn't be too long. I'll see what I can do. If we get back. I just, I'm not trying to deliberately keep any, I mean, we made a call and it was the wrong call. I understand. Let's see what I can do about communication. When you return, I shall possibly have a solution, or at least something better than simply sending a note. I'd send a bird, but that thing's down most of the time anyway. So we'll put our heads together when we get back. Very well. I'm sure James will keep me informed as to what he is planning before or after he does it. Eventually. We'll see. He's hoping we don't die. The Undertaker has my measurements. And mine. And yours. And all. It is about this time that somebody, secretary-looking person, comes and is like, Chief Constable, uh, there's an individual looking for... Uh, and he nods to you two. I wait. I... I did it know whether or not to let him up? Is it Ernest? Tiefling? Uh, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yes. Yeah, bring him up. Uh, very well. And he goes and quickly returns with Ernest. Good morning. So, sorry to wake you up. You also notice two constables kind of like nonchalantly following behind. I like look at both of them. Like I like deliberately like behind Ernest. Look at them. Back off! They just, like, go about pretending they weren't doing anything, but ooh, leave. Ooh. So after they take, you know, a couple seconds too long, mm -hmm. little whisper in their ear says, <laughs> That gets them going a bit quicker. You didn't have to do that. Oh, sure I did. It's fun. It's fun freaking idiots out. <sighs> well, your, your call was urgent? Yeah, and I show him the box. What was this? Oh. He takes it. He does remember. Okay, good. <laughs> good. Otherwise, he would have gotten out of bed for nothing. I give him some coffee, so here you go. Oh, uh, thank you. I also uh, have the um, uh, unlimited coffee. lasting cup of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's the next one I want. And the Mistab books. Thank you. This, uh, I sold it, oh, a year ago? Uh, so... Um, maybe eight months. I don't remember the individual's name. Friendly sort. Uh, well, I'm sure. It was an illusion spell. <laughs> to be quite honest, uh, I, I only sold it to get rid of it. I, I had um, made it while I was a, a student still at university. And uh, I just had, I had no use for it, but I thought somebody might want it for something. Uh, you held it in your hand and thought of a series of actions. It, you had to be quite specific. I'm sure. Was uh, quite specific. But you held it in your hand and crushed it. And 
Upon releasing it, a perfect likeness of you would form and go about the tasks you had thought of. Are you able to um, recall what it might have been that this person who had used this item? Unfortunately, no. You know, I, had, I had made it to be quite untraceable. Well, uh, good I, job. I uh, had planned to use it to uh, get out of a rather horrible class. <laughs> oh god, don't teach that to my son. Teach that to my son. <sighs> was it Elf class? Elf class sucked. <laughs> it was actu actually... You know what? Tell me later. Okay. <laughs> okay, so we've got an untraceable magical item that helped this guy I'm sorry, what? I like it, Sarah. Are we free to give information, or is this still being kept under wraps? Given the amount of activity we have going on right now, I say it's inevitable for it to get out eventually. I look back at Otis. Leroy Brown escaped. He drops the box. What? Ain't that something? Yeah. This, that box was found in the locker of one of the individuals that he was turned over to. Gods. Don't worry, we're going to go kill him. He kind of like takes a step away from the box. Ernest, you didn't know. No, but... No, there is no but. You didn't know. If... If you'll excuse me, I... I need sleep this the, the events of the past several days have been tiring an ordeal I'm sorry don't be but I I need rest come talk with talk with me soon all right get some rest Ernest leaves how badly can we fuck people up on any given day I swear the world is a fucked up place. Indeed. Well, if you two will excuse me and leave my office, I have works to do. You know, one day I'm going to get you out for a drink or something, and I'm going to prove that you've got a smile somewhere in there. Someday, perhaps. I'll hold you to it. I leave our office. Okay, so we go back over to the DMP station. Yes. There are already a couple people there, some who you recognize. Renal is there. Hey, long time no see since we got out of jail. <laughs> <laughs> she nods. Are we gonna do that freaky travel thing again? Something like that. Great. <laughs> but sh don't spoil it. Don't see the look on everyone's faces. Oh yeah, don't tell anybody. Um, well, little late for that. I'm sorry. I was teleported to somewhere and then out again. You didn't know. What, you've never been to another plane of existence? Nope. Well, I wasn't going to have them in the house. I was just going to open a door. Oh, yeah. To my own. I mean, I suppose you could, just as long as everybody promises not to go anywhere. Wait, you're, you're, you mean the house, right? No, not the house. No, the house was just convenient coach. Carriage. Horse, if you will. We oh, will oh. not be using it this time. Oh, okay. 
So uh, when the door opens, just don't touch anything. Do you think perhaps we should check on the children? Yeah, you want to or should I? You go. You sure? Yes. Alright. I'll go check on my kids then. Okay. So, no, I'm going to stay here and creep people out. Oh, cool. Tell me stories. So you go and just find a wall to put the doorknob on? Yeah. Okay. So you open it up. Adrian is sitting awake on the couch, looking at the door, holding her stuffed cat. Hey there, honey. Sorry to wake you up. How long have you been awake? Since the banging on the door? She nods. It's all right. Our boss just had to talk to us. James. James. Okay. But everything's okay. Can you get Cortez? Huh? Get Cortez too. Yeah, I'll grab him. I go over and I like hold out my arms in case she wants up. She climbs into your arms. I give her, give yeah. her a hug. Do you want to come outside or is it too loud? Loud. Too loud. All right. You. What's happening? Well, one of the men that hurt a lot of people, he was arrested by James. He got out. So now, we're gonna see about going to get him. Bring him back to prison. Okay. Okay. Is it dangerous? It's a little dangerous, but we've got a lot of help. Do you remember Renal? She had the long sword. And she nods her head vigorously. She's coming through. Okay. We've got a lot of help. And, uh... Bringing in bad guys is what we do. We're good at this. Okay. And then afterwards, I'm gonna see about getting you something. Something like Cortez. Not as magical, but definitely someone to keep you company. What and about Jareth? Jareth keeps me company. Yeah, but Jareth has to go back to school at one point. Jairus doesn't like it. People are mean to him there. I know. We're gonna do something about that, too. I don't want you to worry too much, but I know you might. So just also know that we're gonna take care of it, okay? She nods. All right. All right, kiddo, let's get you back to bed. Pancakes. Right now, huh? Pancakes. Oh, your mom's teaching you some bad habits with that smile. No, I can't say no. All right, all right, you've charmed me. Talia goes and makes pancakes. Okay. Really quick. She makes a small batch just for her. Mm -hmm. And Jareth's on his own when he wakes up. <laughs> You're old enough, you know how to use a stove. I hope. I hope. Uh, tell Jareth when he wakes up if he wants his own food, he's gonna have to make it himself, but if he lights the stove on fire with magic, he's gonna hear it from me. Got it? She nods. Alright then. So, Celine, mm -hmm. you are outside as several DMP members come in. Some you've seen before, some you haven't. Mm -hmm. uh, although, if you were paying attention, you technically would have seen them all mm -hmm. at your trial. 
Well, I was a bit distracted at my trials. Very so true. The ones that I know and you know, that I've worked with before, they've already scanned them, so there's no point. However, it's new people. <laughs> there are a few new people. One of them that catches your attention is like seven feet tall Ooh. and a good four feet across, Ooh. like <laughs> big and tall. Like Goliath? No, shaped a bit differently. The the it's it's like if a dwarf was kind of just scaled up. Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> and he is wearing a gray that is so dark it might as well be black trench coat with the collar completely up and a hat that almost lines up perfectly with the edge of the collar. And his face is constantly obscured, hmm. except for like two orange pinpricks. So it's kind of like very <laughs> Jawa. A giant Jawa. A giant Jawa. But he clomps along with each step kind of sounding heavy armor. I look at him. Look at the two orange pinpricks. And I tilt my head. The voice in his, you see, general vicinity of where his ear would be, says, and what is your name? A small voice comes from behind the giant guy. Uh, that would be, uh, that would be Slog. And from behind the big guy, a small guy, a gnome, comes out. Slog. At least that's what he tells me his name is. And what is your name? My name is Bramble. Slog and Bramble. Sketchy. And, um, not to be rude, but what is he? Full of surprises. I am sure. All right, Slog's eat full of surprises, and, uh, Bramble's in no. He, he, he nods. Come Hmm? How do you do? Oh, well, thank you. Tired. It's 3 a.m. Huh. Well, my name is Selina Argent. I am the Wanderer in White. Oh, yeah. We were uh, at your trial. Oh, well. I was there, too. <laughs> you had a very good lawyer. <laughs> yes, and she got paid well, so... <laughs> Slog here was damn near moved to tears, I think. I don't know if he can cry, but... Uh, he was very moved by her closing arguments. Weren't we all? <laughs> Interesting. What else, what else we got? Some more fairly normal looking, normal looking people. Mm -hmm. However, even some of the normal looking, normal looking, I'm using quotation marks here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> normal looking people not have- slug. Not slug not, like. Not slug like people are either wielding some kind of unique weaponry. There's one person looks to be of fairly average height and build. Uh, looks to be a young man in his like 20s. Mm -hmm. Human or half-elf can't quite tell. But he is sporting two large gauntlets that look like they have hydraulic pistons on them and is also wearing a 
broadsword on his back. So he looks pretty tough. He looks kind of scrawny, mm-hmm. but competent. <laughs> I walk up to him. Cloud strife, I presume. Um, <laughs> Hi, fourth wall. <laughs> Smack that fourth wall in the face. Yeah. No, I don't do that. Okay. Um, how am I going to mess with him? Oh, so I'm looking at him kind of intently. Mm-hmm. Is he looking back at me? He's kind of like looking between you and Slog. I'm still just staring right at him. Okay. He notices that eventually just kind of like gives you a side look. And giving you a side look, you can see that his nose has been, like, broken, like, several times and been reset badly. (laughs) Okay, so this is what I do. I use, I think Minor Illusion would be the one. Okay. And so I'm just staring at him, and for, like, a split second, my face goes from, like, normal just staring to, like, screaming and all out. But, and then goes back immediately. Oh my god. That one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Gonna make everybody hate us before we even get there. You said to mess with people. You I gave did. me Gablon to mess with people. I did, I did. I'm sorry. Go for it. So he just goes from, like, staring you to just all color. Instantly leaves his face and he, like, takes, like, five steps back and just, like, blinks and, like, kind of uses... <laughs> he uses the uh, sh- shoulder of his shirt to kind of like rub his eyes. While he's rubbing his eyes, I have walked up to him. <laughs> oh god! And he opens his eyes, just like. Good morning. <laughs> I don't think we have been introduced. My name is Selena Aljanta. I am the one that I'm white. <coughs> Everything okay? Yes, thank you. Fine. Mm. Uh. Emmett. Emmett. Uh, Iron Spine. Iron Spine. Uh, not, that's, that's not my last name. That's, um... A descriptor? Yeah. Uh, uh, it's my ring. My, uh, it's my ring name. Uh, Are you sure you're okay? Yeah. I'm just gonna stand over there. Uh, oh, so there. <laughs> Some more normal-looking people. Uh, but as, as he as he turns away, you can actually see that the gauntlets are attached to rods, uh, steel rods that are grafted into his upper arm. Mm. That continues underneath the clothing, and as he like kind of turns and looks at you, the his shirt is pulled tight. Uh, against his back, and you see a defined spine underneath the shirt. Cool. One more person comes in just a little bit before James returns. Someone who is like uh, four and a half feet tall comes in and kind of stands in the middle of the group for a little bit before like anybody realized that she's there. And upon like realizing she's there, people are just, some people are just kind of staring at this tabaxi. And the cat just yeah. <laughs> Good job. Right on cue. She is standing there in these kind of bluish purple robes that move very flowingly. And she has at 
her side a couple of daggers. All along her belt are these, what look to be blades with loops attached to them. Loops? Like rings. Yeah. And she's just kind of like looking up at everybody. I'm stabbing her, at you. Her tail just twitching. She, what kind of tabaxi? Like, what's her. Uh, what, what does she look like as a tabaxi? Sphinx? Sphinx? Ha- hairless? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. hairless. That's adorable. Yeah, hairless tabaxi. tabaxi. I'm stealing at you. And she just looks back at you. It's kind of like her attention. And a very, very cold feeling goes down her back. Presentation, I can change, I can change temperature. <laughs> she shudders and like it goes down her spine through her tail and you just see it like stand out like stiff and her eyes kind of narrow good morning don't do that again please do what and just continues to stare at you i stare right back my name is selena ajante i'm the wonderful and white how nice just continues to stare. You come back at about the same time uh, James comes back, which is right in the middle of the staring contest. Um, okay, so I come back out. Oh. Oh, no. I see a cat. I see my wife staring at each other. Little voice says, I know you're like, you have a name. Her ear just twitches. Maybe. Maybe what? I just narrow further at you. Hi, I'm Talia Gray. I hold out my hand. (laughs) (laughs) She snaps her attention from Celine to you. I give her kind of like a dumb grin. (sighs) She just kind of looks at you and sighs. James... Kari. Oh, okay, cool. That's the name. Kari? <laughs> yeah. Kari. Why am I working with a dog? <laughs> I put my hand down. I'll have you know it's wolf, thanks. Sure you are. I am, thanks. Just some respect, please. She just kind of lazily shrugs. You said this would be fun, James. When are we getting to the fun part? Oh, I'm having fun already, <laughs> aren't you? Her ears just twitch and she just, just looks over at James. Anyway, <laughs> look over at the boss. This, this what we got? Or? Nods. And about uh, 10. 10 members. We are ready to ship out? Yep. Uh, we traveling via house or? Oh, no need. Uh, where's the nearest door? Like, where are we? Uh, you guys are currently in the main hall of the DMP headquarters. So there are several doors off to the side or even the front entrance. <laughs> Look over at the big one. Okay, then. All right. Before we do that, don't touch anything. Like, when we go through. I don't want to spoil the surprise, but I also don't want people to get fucking lost. Be careful when we go through this door. There are unknown things in the wilds. So, I'm going to... The entrance is probably big enough for Slug to go through. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, take a deep breath. 
put my hands on the door. And I use some energy to make the crown shake a little bit. <laughs> and I use prestidigitation to make the, the, the door, like the cracks through the door, glow a little bit. <laughs> make a performance check. Yay! Look over at James, and I'm just like, no oh, shit. Um, yeah. Luck point. Luck point. I don't want to blow my luck points in case I need them. Why? You know what? For effect. Come on. It's your reputation. That's better. Uh, Sixteen, I think. Okay. Yeah. Sixteen or seventeen. Yeah. No, it, it looks pretty impressive. Yeah. This is your reputation. That's 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 true. That's much more important than you know hitting things that might be trying to kill us. No. Yep. Aesthetic. Aesthetic. Okay. So then I open the door to my home. Okay. You open the door, and ahead of you is the Shadow Forest, your realm. Nice step through. Okay. All right, everybody, on through. Remember what you said. Don't touch anything. And one by one, they come forward. Uh, Slog comes through with Bramble sitting on his shoulder. (laughs) Golly, really quick, actually. Give me a... uh, Give me a perception check. Uh, it's for scent. Seven plus seven is fourteen. Fourteen. Okay. Yeah, sure. It's a strong enough smell. You smell salt water. As he kind of like walks past you into into the Feywild. Similar to Rabari. Kinda. Kinda. Like, okay. In this here here. Okay. So Talia is only in has only one scent that has salt water in it, and that's Ravari. Elves all kind of smell the same. Right. Not not individual, but right. like individuals have their own scents, but for the most part, they all have the same type of scent. Right. Is that the same scent? No. Okay. okay. That's what I wanted no. to know. It's different. But it's still but, salt water. But it's still salt water. Okay, put a pin in that. Interesting. Now to open the other door, it has to be on a tree, right? Yes. Okay. Or technically, if you had any other doors in there, it could actually be. Okay, I'm just going to find a big fuck off tree then. Okay. Once everyone is through. Okay, yep. And okay, I had to roll for this though, right? To see if you... Yeah, wisdom check to see if you make it through. Mm-hmm. Then a con save to see if you are exhausted after. Okay. So This one I'm not going to do anything cool to because... It's cool by itself. Okay, what is everybody's reaction? Well, everybody's reaction coming through is looking around. What the fuck? Except for Cowrie and Slog. She looks around and is just, whatever. And Slog is just paying attention to where everybody's going. And yeah. But everybody else is thoroughly impressed. Yeah. Even Bramble is just kind of like looking around like, what? Where the fuck are we? You are in the realm of shadow, realm of the lady of the silky weed. Huh. So you're able to find a tree mm-hmm. big enough because there's some fucking old trees in this mm-hmm. forest. This forest is old. Old as balls. So go ahead and make the wisdom check to. Oof. I'd use a luck. Yeah, man. You know what? Okay, so what do I add to that? Your wisdom. My wisdom. I'm gonna be stuck in the goddamn Feywild. 14. 
It's a 15 to get through. God dang it! How long does she have to wait for her to do it again? Technically right away. Uh-huh. But you suffer two levels of exhaustion. I can take... Oh, wait. I can take them both. I can take them both away. Okay. I can cast Greater Resto twice. Okay. So, I mean, you, like, you go up to a tree and press against it, and suddenly this wave of exhaustion that takes you and you kind of slump against the tree. Celine? I run over to her. It didn't work. Are you alright? I'm speaking all of this in night speak. Mm -hmm. Take out my crystals and I cast Greater Restore on myself once from the crystals. Mm -hmm. And then I uh, actually cast Greater Resto. Okay. Man, I am going in. This is mm, this isn't great, but that's okay. Going in there with no luck and no fifth level spells. Okay, I'm gonna cast guidance on myself. Okay. No, you know what? You're in dice jail. Who should I use? These ones or the bone ones? Plus guidance. So that's Nine, 12, 10, 11, 12 plus, plus eight. So that's twenty. That's enough. Ugh. You push at it, and it's hard. Like, harder than you've had to push to open to any other place. And you feel like the other side is kind of, like, slipping and sliding somehow. Mm. Something is kind of preventing you from opening it all the way until suddenly it flies open, and you kind of stumble through to the other side. Can I catch her so she doesn't fall? Sure, yeah. So yeah, make a con save really quick. Oh shit, yeah. Okay, eighteen. Oh, you don't suffer the uh, you don't suffer the additional exhaustion. So cool. You're, you're cool. You don't have to worry about it. I've got you. Like Ugh. I'm holding on to you. You all right? Ask me. Is that really allowed to do? Can do. Hey, boss. Yeah. Did you brief everybody on what we're dealing with? Told them we're going in for a fight. Got it. Uh, before we enter the door, I turn around to everyone. If you encounter anybody and they say the words, I will die to preserve the natural order, back up from them immediately. They're about to catch fire. However, if you do get into a scramble with any one of them, try to get an amulet off of them or gag them. Anybody you can keep alive for questioning would be great. But if you have to kill him, no skin off my back. Also, don't tell any books. Oh yeah, don't kill any books. Because really, we are here for the books. And the big shiny crystal. Well, yes, well, feel free to fuck that up. But yeah, a couple people alive would be great for questioning. Oh, you know, just corpses intact, that works too. We hope you have enjoyed this episode of the Fey Wild West, presented by Let's Be Legendary Podcast. If you're enjoying our story, please take a moment to leave us a rating and review. It helps us out a lot, and we'll read your reviews on the podcast. We're all over social media, and you can find links on our website at letsbelegendarypodcast.com. We'll also have a list of links in our show notes. Our Discord server is a pretty active place these days, so please stop by and say hello. You can find a link to that too in the show notes and on our website. If you want to go a step further, consider supporting us on Patreon. You'll get to listen to episodes two days before the general public does. Plus, you'll get exclusive sneak peeks of new art, 
DM and player notes, deleted scenes, bloopers, and more. You'll also get access to Bonus Round, a limited exclusive series run by our patrons. We have a lot planned this year, so we hope you'll join us. Talia Argent-Gray is played by Chris Sass Council. Celine Argent-Gray is played by Megzi Sass Council. And our dungeon master is Molly Hexcroft. Our producer and editor is Molly Hexcroft, pronouns she, her. Producer and manager is Jess Richards, pronouns they, them. Producer, art director, and assistant mixer is Megzi Sass Council, pronouns she, her. And our producer, director, editor, and mixer is Chris Sass Council, pronouns they, them. Credits for music and sound effects can be found in the show notes. Celine's tarot deck is the Marigold deck by Amrit Esbrar, and the tarot guide used in-game can be found at biddytarot.com. Thanks again for listening, and stay legendary.